0: is dds from the dds studios we are your host blake melton and from parts unknown it's matthew Two tone blue parker parker how you doing today buddy
1: hey doing great just want to drop in for a little uh maybe i don't know breaking news kind of thing we're going on about the stadium
0: Absolutely. This is DDS. We're going to be doing a little bit of talking Titans here. Uh, Parker has got some stuff he wants to, to talk about here, uh, particularly about the stadium. I know we've been teasing a lot of stuff here lately about the stadium. Uh, Parker, tell me what you got.
1: So in the mid 90s, uh, there were tens of millions of dollars in bonds were proposed to pay for the, the stadium then, which was actually called the Cumberland Stadium, which was later turned into Delphi and all that, all that. Well, we got to vote on that. if we wanted to spend that money, but as the things are right now, there will be no vote. Metro council can use whatever money they want to use with the taxpayers and there's nothing you can do about it.
0: Whoa. You know, I remember that uh, the whole NFL. Yes. thing. I think we we have a little, I remember the button, you know, NFL. Yes. We used to be able to vote on this kind of stuff. Right. So you're saying we're not going to get that opportunity now. Not
1: not if it has things sit. I mean, things can always change. But the reason why is really the minutiae or quick on it is back in the 90s, they proposed bonds and they were called general obligation bonds. And enough people came through and they petitioned it and it it triggered this referendum, the vote, the NFL, yes, right? There was signs Mm -hmm. all over town. It ended up passing 59 to 41. The bonds they're going to use now are called revenue bonds, and it does not matter how many times you petition it. According to state law, it will not trigger a referendum with revenue bonds, only with general obligation bonds. So unless they just want to give you the vote, they don't have to do it. So these type of bonds, they do not have to have the taxpayers sign off on to be able to to do it.
0: What does this mean moving forward? I mean, uh, okay, so they're they're only gonna if they gave us the ability to vote now, it would just kind of be a okay, Johnny, you want to vote? Here's you, go ahead and vote, kind of thing. So it was, it wouldn't be, it'd be almost patronizing at this point. So really, we don't have any control over this. But what does it mean moving forward as far as uh, how it's going to affect this this whole stadium deal? I mean, I, it doesn't really
1: change how the stadium is going to deal would probably look per se, other than they know if the, if the Titans get this deal, they know it's going to pass. Like they're not going to have to sit around and cross their fingers. Cause you know, there's a lot of people out there that think Nashville spending too much money. Now you've got all these new things coming in. So right. they're not going to have to leave it up to the public at this point with this type of bond. If, if it goes through Metro council, I mean, you you could vote out your council member. You could you could speak like that, but it will not go directly to the people like you know. Sometimes a liquor vote does, or or again the NFL yes thing. So it's just the Titans have that guarantee. If it goes through Metro Council, they don't have to wait for the public to say yes or no. This money is going to go towards them. It will just go to them.
0: Okay. All right. Well, I know you you you. We got some other graphics here that I'm going to be throwing up here. Talk talk to me a little bit about this. Uh, Uh, about the stadium and and some of these definitions they're trying to put on the stadium. So a lot of people are
1: talking about, let me pull my thing up here. So I don't say this incorrectly for you. Oh, where'd it go? A lot of people are using the terms first class condition. This is in the lease right now. And And everyone is like, what does this mean? The stadium has to stay in first class condition. Well, they have finally defined what that means. This graphic you're looking at is directly from Metro council. First class condition means being in compliance with applicable law, being in good condition, uh, normal wear and tear, and having the level of improvements of new technology from time to time found it reasonable number of comparable facilities. That's a key word, comparable mm. facilities. What does that mean? And they actually define what comparable facilities mean in, I think, a pretty funny way. Comparable facilities, the first definition, according to Metro Council, of comparable facilities are are comparable to the facilities. Like (laughs) they define it in only a way the government can. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this is not a graphic I've made. This is from Metro Council. I think it's absolutely hilarious. But anyway, as of similar age, located in major metro areas of the U.S., including other football stadiums, Deemed comparable facilities. These are facilities they deem comparable in the 90s. And if you look at this, it's actually pretty interesting. Most of these are baseball parks. Um, but also written into this lease is not a dome. So it, it does not mean that, that we would have to, they have to build a dome. That's not a comparable facility. The thing that they talked about, though, with that other slide, it talked about keeping up with, um, you know, advancements in technologies and things. So level improvements of new technology. If all those comparable facilities have a better jumbotron, you have to have a better jumbotron. But if one of them comes out and wants to put in, you know, hovering seats, it doesn't mean that the Titans would have to do it. They, the majority of them would have to do that is how they define this.
0: So did I read in here that it has to be a similar age? That's what a comparable facility. I mean, so but with, there's, a 20, people,
1: there's a 20 year window of comparable facility age from 10 years before the stadium was built to 10 years after it has to fall in that window.
0: I just feel like that is so gray. They have left themselves so much latitude there that they, they can make this mean whatever they want it to mean. I mean, if you're talking about a stadium, I mean, let's see how far, I mean, we're to 10 years before and 10 years after it was built. Correct. So you're looking at
1: a 20-year window.
0: But I mean, 10 years before that stadium was built, that's 1988 or
1: 1989. That list where they deem comparable stadiums, some of them aren't even stadiums anymore.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like you're comparing what is considered ancient, you know, uh, uh, comparable stadiums at this point. Uh, Yeah, and...
1: (laughs) It's still, even though we have a definition, the definition is still like, super great. You know, oh, I mean, man.
0: it's so nebulous at this point.
1: The fact that they use the word "a comparable stadium" to describe comparable stadium, <laughs> I, I don't even know. I don't even know what to say to say to that. Um, I, you know, there are some other interesting things we've learned today that the lease goes through twenty twenty eight. They can extend it one year after that to 2029. Then if they wanted to, the Titans can extend it another 10 years. So technically they could extend this lease to uh, 2039.
0: So we could be playing in in, an old rough and tumble Nissan stadium for 10 more years. Is that what I'm hearing?
1: I could. I mean, who knows what happens. But hey, it does sound to me the more and more things I hear. We are going to probably get a new stadium. I believe we were thinking we were going to hear more things at the end of August. I think that timeline may have pushed back because they hired a new we, we talked about this on Twitter about a week ago. They hired a new a consulting firm to come in. And and give it some new prices. The same consulting firm from 2017. That firm said it was probably gonna take about 14 weeks, which puts us in November. But who knows? They could still come out with it in August, like they said. Um, but either way, if they pass this bond, how they're talking about there will be no NFL yes and the taxpayer will have no decision on whether they want a stadium or not.
0: Yeah, so so whether they like the idea or they hate or they or they hate the idea, they're not gonna get a say in it whatsoever. No. Yeah, I'm sure that'll drive a lot of people absolutely crazy in the Davidson County area, the Nashville metropolitan area. Um, it, it just seems to me we, we got a taste of it. You know, we've talked about this before. We got a taste of it, you know, when the draft was here, you know, five, six, seven hundred thousand people hanging out downtown Nashville. The scene was amazing the biggest thing that's holding us back right now is our current stadium. You know, I, I, the amount of money it's going to cost, in my mind, is probably fractional compared to the, the dollar volume that they would probably gain because I can tell you all of these big events, we've talked about this a million times, like I said, they've got to be itching to get a piece of Nashville, but they have to have a... A not a first-class, but a world-class facility to be able to host, host these big events?
1: Well, just reading between the lines, I absolutely think it's going to happen. And if it happens, it will be domed. There is zero doubt in my mind if a new stadium comes here, it will be domed. And I don't understand financially if you want to keep this, even if you don't want a world-class event, even if you just want the Titans, if it's going to cost $1.2 billion to upgrade the current stadium as it is, why not spend the 2.2? You know. Like if it costs me $5,000 to repair my car, you know, why not go buy one for seven? Uh, It just, uh, and it's going to be domed just because of the state, you know, the state's offering $500 million to help with this project with one caveat. It has to be domed or they won't give them the money.
0: Well, I mean, I think the state sees the revenue potential there. I mean, uh, that's why they're like, it's like, put a dome on it. We'll pay for it is basically what they're saying.
1: Yeah. And I'm really curious. I know right now the estimates it could cost anywhere between 1.8 and 2.2 billion. I would not be shocked if this creeps over that number.
0: Yeah. It seems like every time they build one of these brand new stadiums, that it's all one always beats the other in price. Like it's always, it's, it's almost a competition at this point for them to uh, see who can build the biggest and nicest stadium. You know, the, freaking Death Star that they built in downtown Las Vegas I mean that is something to behold Uh, I mean I remember when they built Mercedes Benz in Atlanta and it was like golly that place was amazing so I mean and of course there's Jerry World right I mean so it's all some of it's shock and awe but I mean the reality is is those places are the places that are going to be considered for these huge events and you know I don't I don't know if you know any any of the revenue numbers that we picked up from from the from the draft, but if you can imagine that times two or three or four or five fold uh, to be able to host a, an NCAA college football championship, to be able to host a FIFA event, to be able to host a Super Bowl, all these things more than pay for that.
1: Oh yeah, I mean it brought in tens of millions of dollars. Problem is, a lot of that money you can go back to an old podcast went to the Music City Center people because of different zones yeah. down there. But the but the the and and there's a whole thing about them developing the East Bank. They are concerned with like who's going to pay for the upkeep of the parking lot. You know, if there's a new one right now, it's kind of the, it's Titan slash. slash Metro, who's going to pay for the upkeep of the water lines that go to the stadium and do all this? Right now, that's Metro. They're, they're talking about the new contracts. Would the Titans be forced to take care of that? Um, just how much development do they have in that area? There's like 330 acres that they're concerned about on that entire East Bank area.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of minutia that has to be worked out, obviously. Uh, but I think the big thing is, is as soon as they can, the sooner they can get the thumbs up and get this thing started. I think the sooner everybody will be ready to. I, it, uh, let's be real here. It would it would galvanize probably the fan base here in 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 Nashville. Not that we really need that much galvanization already, but I mean, talk about something to be excited about as soon as they give the thumbs up on that and they start working on it, I think it would be something that uh, would definitely be a positive for the area. Uh, so I'm, I'm very excited to hear about all that. And I mean, I'll, I'll link in the description, uh, the podcast that uh, Parker was just re- referencing there in the description there. I'll, 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 put it in the description here for us, but uh, yeah, man, this is all interesting stuff. It seems like it's evolving. It is the
1: key word to remember this. If, if, if if all this going down is revenue bonds, if they pass it with a revenue bonds, unless they decide to give you a vote, it does not matter if every single citizen in Davidson County petitions it, they can spend what they pass with that and you will not have anything to say about it.
0: Hmm. Well, we'll just, I guess we'll just kind of have to wait and see there on that. I mean, it, Unfortunately, in life, there are things that we just don't have control over, and it seems like this is one of those one of those instances. Unfortunately, but uh, hey, while I got you here, Parker, let's talk a little bit about training camp, man. Something fun. Let's talk about it, man. You know, I, I've been seeing a lot a lot of videos on Twitter, a lot of a lot of um, a lot of little clips of of different drills being done by some folks. I've I've seen Robert Woods out there; his knee looks great. I've seen Traylon Burks out there looking like a freaking NFL wide receiver. He
1: looks like a first-round pick. And they've come out and straight-up said "Like a John Robinson the other day on the Buck Rising show said, hey, this guy looks like the guy that we scouted at Arkansas. And he's fit and ready to go. And you can just see it in the videos. There are numerous reporters out there that say how he looks fit. And there's – I mean, he just – Burn McCreary on a, a video this that. morning. Oof. And that wasn't a McCreary thing. That was just no. a move.
0: Yeah. I mean, honestly, people are, people might have something to say about this, but he kind of looked like AJ do, running some of those routes out there. Honestly, you know, big physical, putting a body on him five, five yards out and then creating space and, and just unbelievably soft hands and just moving it upfield. I mean, up. go –
1: and hey, when we're all watching trailing, but you know Caleb Farley's out there without any kind yep. of braces, looks good. And something not a lot of people are talking about is Tanny. Tanny yesterday went seven of seven.
0: Yeah, I I've seen some videos of him. I mean, Tannehill looks great right now. He really does, and I'm really happy that he does because I think that it's a shame that we say that he has something to prove, but unfortunately he feels like he does. I'm sure that there are fans out there that believe that he does as well. Uh, I think that um, watching the video of Malik Willis, I can see he's a couple years off. He needs a couple years running some drills. You know, his footwork is different. Uh, He's uncomfortable throwing, moving to his left, really uncomfortable. Um, You can just, you can tell the difference between Tannehill and Malik.
1: Oh, for sure. Absolutely. And which we expected, right? Yeah, I mean,
0: we- no one no one well, maybe someone who usually sits to my left <laughs> over here sometimes thinks that maybe there shouldn't be a difference or there isn't a difference. But I don't think either one of us really expected him to come in and be the guy. Not I don't even expect him to be the guy next year.
1: I would have loved for him if he was came in and he was the guy it's one of two things. Tannehill just absolutely cratered or he pulled a uh, Russell Wilson came in and was just better than everybody expected. So the, the, he, it is what, he is doing what we've expected and we are so early on. You know, we've still got yeah. weeks left and then preseason is going to tell us a lot.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're we're not probably going to do our uh prediction shows for for the NFL until they get well into training camp uh, just because into the preseason rather, rather just cuz unfortunately for these guys I mean these are a bunch of old men out there playing professional football somebody's gonna get hurt and it's gonna change everything for for a few teams uh so but I mean looking looking though I mean you you mentioned Caleb Farley uh what has been the uh the the reports on him and how he looks like he's turning out so far I
1: mean so far he's looking really good he is supposedly uh, like he's he's longer than what re- receivers are expecting you know he's able mm-hmm. to, to cover more ground which was the report on him coming in the NFL if you remember his speed his length mm-hmm. and people just aren't used to seeing a guy that size at cornerback right now although I will say Traylon owned him the other day on on, a, on his <laughs> play but so he's just And even, even one of the coaches came out and said that he doesn't realize how like long and physical that he could be, that there's room for him to even get better. But right now all signs are pointing to this guy might be who we drafted. We just got to keep him healthy.
0: Yeah. And I mean, now that they know, now that he's back uh, and seem, and presumably healthy at the moment, you know, they're, they're probably going to do everything they can to keep him healthy in practice, in the preseason. Uh, in drills and all that, they're gonna they're gonna baby them a little bit. I mean, look, I mean these these guys are all being paid by the Titans, so I mean they they're not gonna do anything to harm them, harm their investment. Um, uh, as far as uh, offensive line, uh, seeing a few drills from there, I know that uh, I know old Duval guy that usually sits, sits next to me here is gonna have a lot of questions about the right side of the offensive line. Is Randu's gonna be the guy?
1: I think I think they're still moving people around, uh, still trying to figure that out. Uh, they, they, I think they're hoping it's going to be him. I think we're going to know more about that in the next couple of days. I, I'll give you my, on our next recording, our, my official prediction on that one, because I've seen them moving them around. But, uh, you know, um, yeah. I mean, there's, they're tinkering. That's a big question, right?
0: Yeah. It's all about keeping those big boys healthy, too. You know, we got we to, got <laughs> I believe that Bradley called him an adequate center and i'm like hmm adequate that's a uh, this,
1: this is something i don't know that we've talked about have you seen did you see taylor lawan news
0: I, I don't know that i've seen anything lately so fill me in he, please
1: he is taking the year off from social media
0: oh yeah i did so see to- that actually good for him you know what it was it was all of our you know ragging him on this show over and over and over about his him and his podcast uh he just finally listened he just finally listened to the dds crew and i commend you taylor you're not ever going to see this because you're not on social media but maybe when you go back through the catalog maybe you will uh uh come across this video and say i can uh, kudos to you for listening to us and, and taking a little time off of social media, but that's good. Uh, obviously, Big Jeff is is back at practice. Oh, uh, man, I mean, and he, he's he, a huge priority for us. Obviously, so he
1: looks like a beautiful giant man of a man. I mean,
0: yeah, he does.
1: He looks just seeing the videos of him. Uh, he is going to be. I think this year, last year, you could all uh, you could have argued the defensive tackles number one, is Aaron, or is absolutely Aaron Donald, but two could have been Chris Jones. There's a few guys that could be this year. It's big Jeff and it's going to, he's going to solidify himself as number two.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. All eyes are on him. I think particularly after seeing his performance against the Bengals, Jeffrey Simmons tried to will the Titans to win single handedly. He, I, the, 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 uh, the phrase man possessed comes to mind, but I don't know that it, Completely conveys what we were seeing in that game from one man on the defensive line.
1: He, he, well, he did. He almost won that game for us. I will tell you what game he did win for us. He beat the Super Bowl champions. He single handedly beat the Rams. Yep. Out, out there in the the spaceship.
0: Yep, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I'm look. I am looking forward to it. I'm glad to hear that Traylon Burks is. I mean, we. Look, rookies come in, some of them come in out of shape. It's okay that to me, I'm okay with that because kids can get in shape and they can. I'm sure that, that John Robinson has probably had this conversation with many a rookie every single year, probably that son, you are now paid to work out, you are paid to play this game and you are expected to be in a certain condition. That is all.
1: So I was going to save this for the end of our show, but I I just can't help myself anymore (laughs) Uh, for, for uh, with, with Bradley. Um, But there is a person that the Vrabel and John Robinson should never listen to again. And that is Sam Pittman, Arkansas head coach. And let me tell you why one He's like, oh, I didn't know about that. Traylon's uh asthma. Oh, oh, yeah, he came in out of shape for us, too. Like, I think that they probably would have liked to, to know that. Do you know else who Sam Pittman was? He was the offensive line coach in Georgia for one Isaiah Wilson. This man is a liar and cannot be trusted about his players when called upon. You just got to go by the tape. Can't listen to Pittman.
0: Well, I didn't think we were going to have one of those today, but my goodness, Sam Pittman, you've been officially put on blast. But, uh, yeah, man, and I'm assuming we still got Fat Randy. Is Fat Randy still our guy? It's
1: uh, so apparently right now. um,
0: They had a guy they
1: brought in, but unfortunately he's on the PUP, and if you're not out there kicking, making kicks, you just don't. You know what yeah. I mean? You're not going to make gonna it. Uh, there, uh, there's probably a couple of other ones on there. They have so right. many guys out there right now.
0: Yeah, unfortunately for kickers, kickers are kind of a dime a dozen. So, I mean, you just kind of find one that works and you stick with them as long as you can. But, uh, yeah, you got anything else you want to talk about with the Titans? Anything with – oh, how can we have a conversation about the Titans and not talk about the King of Kings? Did you see the picture on Twitter of him walking in with that Eddie George shirt with no sleeves on? Yes. God. What a freaking mountain. I I didn't think it was possible, but he might be bigger. He might be 250, 260 this year. It's the new hair, too, man. Like
1: yes. he, he just it feels weird to come on here and just absolutely goo goo gaga over two grown men, but that's what we're doing. I mean, yeah. Derek Henry is I think he's back. I think he's gonna have just an absolutely enormous year. His arms look like they're CGI, they don't look real.
0: Yeah. I I agree. I was, I was looking on Twitter the earlier today, before we came on, it's the, some of these rankings that they do some of these lists. I mean, some of the lists are absolutely stupid, but uh, I, th- I think I saw where somebody had Derrick Henry listed as like the fifth or sixth best running back in the, in the, in the league. I'm like, who are we putting above Derrick Henry?
1: Uh, no, there are arguments to be made for fantasy purposes of taking people other. But if we're talking just pure talent, pure just beast of a running back, Derrick Henry at this point, and this is not me being a Titans fan. Derrick Henry is in a echelon of greats at this point. His career could be done at this point, And he has put on a clinic over the last few years of something that honestly, no one else has done.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's doing things that we haven't ever seen before. From, particularly from a guy his size, and and
1: people thought, well, he can't catch the ball. You know, last year he was on the pay, on pace to catch forty passes. I mean, that's a that's not. I mean, I know it's not Austin Eckler out there catching seventy, but 40 a is a lot.
0: Yeah, I mean, if Derrick Henry catches forty passes, I'm feeling pretty good about our chances. Quite frankly, 30. anytime we can get the ball in his hands in space, oof, look out, look out. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, and uh, let's see who else do we we have Haskins there. Is that right?
1: Yeah, Hassan Haskins. Uh, that yeah, brought it's him in. Had to
0: pass uh, on Twitter the other day on the clip.
1: Yeah, supposedly he's been looking good in, in the receiving role, but he's really a, a backup for Henry. I mean, he's not Derek Henry, obviously, but right. he's that style of that style of runner. Um, you know, so
0: then we got him. We got Hilliard. Hilliard's still there, so I mean, he's kind of kind of more of the dynamic guy, I guess, is what he is.
1: He is. He's the pass catching guy, you know. Mm -hmm. Since I would have rather have kept Foreman, if we haven't, if we didn't draft Haskins. But Haskins is a better version if we could afford him,
0: (laughs) and if we could have afforded him because of how great a season he had. We really do wish him nothing but the best. And he, he, good on him. Good on him.
1: Go get paid, buddy.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, you got anything else, man?
1: That is not it. That is it. Just continuing to monitor stadium stuff, and uh, hopefully we'll have an update at the very latest in 3 weeks but hopefully before that.
0: Absolutely. Well guys, thanks for joining us today on a little uh, impromptu DDS sports talk talking some Titans here. DDS talking <laughs> Titans. Appreciate you being here. Go ahead and hit that like like and subscribe button down there below, hit rumble on rumble. Go ahead and check us out on all our social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and TikTok. And you can get all the audio versions of all these podcasts on your favorite podcasting platform. Parker, what you got before we go,
1: man? I got nothing today. I'm I'm just all out of everything. Just doing the research on the uh, stadium is zapped me. I got nothing.
0: Absolutely. Well, guys, everybody have a great weekend. And as always, it is two tone blue all the way. You guys, be well.